Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me. We are live. We are in full effect. Um, it is I, your world healer, Mama Dada, coming to you uh, once again to, you know, discuss these ever-expanding, no pun intended, well, pun intended, regarding this week's show, Jupiter entering Scorpio and things, a new area of our lives expanding for the next 13 months. So, um, you know, I'm so happy to be here. <clears throat> I'm so thankful. Um, I'm thankful for... I'm just doing a quick sound check here, y'all, to make sure I can be heard. Looks like I can be heard. Um, But I'm so thankful for another opportunity to come to you. Um, I don't want to move too much further without giving honor, reverence, and remembering our divine righteous ancestors. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I definitely don't want to... Uh, continue on without respecting, remembering um, the founder of this channel. Brother Abdu, thank you so much for another opportunity for us to come together and stay ahead. So, I am, you know, this week has been, I I go back to the last episode that we, we did where I was discussing this journey to the full moon, <clears throat> and I was talking about the intensity that we would be encountering as it, we got closer to um, the exact full moon, which is tomorrow, Thursday, uh, in the afternoon, uh, 1.40 p.m. Central, and no small wonder we start off the week with a very powerful uh tragedy, okay, and when I was talking about this journey to the full moon, I was making reference to not only the full moon itself, but Pluto stationing, and Pluto representing power and control, you know, transformation, manipulation, and um, and motivation. This is the same Pluto that governs the sign of Scorpio that Jupiter in our week ahead is going to be ingressing into for the next 13 months. So these themes are just interwoven and intermingling with each other so we can get to know them. All right? Um, I, I mean, when you think about, I was... The the morning of the tra- that the tragedy made the news. Um, clearly, it, it was occurring overnight, Sunday night, and by Monday morning, it had hit. It, it, it hit the news. <clears throat> overnight, Sunday night, uh, I had a. I was dreaming as I woke up, and as I woke up out of my dream, I was screaming. I was screaming because I was yelling at the person in my dream. 
And I won't go into all those details just yet right now, maybe not at all, but I'm, I'm giving you some some color to, to everything that's going on. And um, when I woke up and heard about everything, I was a little hesitant to, uh, I was watching a live feed and they said that, you know, um, President Trump was going to go live and, you know, broadcast from the White House and all this stuff about what was going on through a press conference. And the interesting thing is they said he was going to do the press conference at the same time that the moon was going into Pisces. And I mentioned to you guys last week, I was talking about the void moon and when that was going to be. Um, you know what? Actually, that was my mama's babies. I had sent them an email and let them know um, on Sunday when the void moon was going to be. <clears throat> and I said, I really don't think I want to watch this, this uh, uh, what do you call it, the conferences that they do. I forgot. But, you know, I don't want to watch this broadcast of the president talking about what's going on because it's going to be at the same time <laughs> the moon goes into Pisces. And that's going to make me think all the more that everything that's coming out of his mouth is going to be on that bull. Um, you know, this is the thing. It's either in Pisces, you're either going to be vibrating on the high end of Pisces or the low end. The high end is going to be unconditional love. The low end is going to be deception and illusion. So I said, he's either going to get on this mic and, and communicate to us some unconditional love, some compassion, you know, um, some acceptance and, and understanding, or he's going to get on here and he's going to communicate some bull, some delusion, some deception, some illusion. He's going to be, you know, talking around in, in ways with, that things can't be pinned down, and that's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. When Where it should have been and could have been declared um, that this situation was exactly what it was, which was a, a terrifying terrorist attack. Um, you know, he was beating around the bush and not pinning down what exactly was going on. I also uh, got the time they were waiting on him to come on to the podium, and I, I said, he's going to get on there when this time, the time um, on the screen, uh, I just had to, I, I, I pinned the time down. So I'm, I, I'm mentioning some things like this because for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, it's getting easier to see the patterns. It's getting easier to see the symbols. That's why I get on here every week because I like to break down the symbology that astrology um, gives us language for. That's <laughs> all astrology. That's not all astrology is, but that's a big part of what astrology is. When we're talking about the full moon in Aries, and Aries is governed by Mars, we're talking about the energy of war. We're talking about the energy of violence. We're talking about the energy of guns. We're talking about the energy of, of, of murder. Okay? And so, like I mentioned to you guys last week, 
Um, and like Brother Ampu used to always say, Mars tends to show up early. Probably not going to have to wait till Thursday afternoon when the full moon go, in Aries goes exact to see a manifestation of violence and war. Probably won't, probably, we might get that manifestation a few days early, fooling with Mars, okay? And so, um, gosh, there's just so much to cover, y'all, but obvious, that's clearly the obvious thing to cover. Um, it, ha- it happened, the tragedy was occurring while there, the moon was in Aquarius, and so that talks about the collective, you know? It talks about groups. Groups of people, and so it, I'm I'm here to tell you when J P Morgan, the quote by J P Morgan says, "Millionaires don't use astrology, billionaires do." Then I'm saying that to say to you that the quote unquote powers that be, they know what time it is, and they're utilizing the information that I'm bringing to you guys every week. They're using it to advance their agenda. And I'm bringing the information to you every week so you can do the same. At the same time, I'm encouraging you week by week to vibrate as high as you can. Vibrate as high as you can so you don't have to worry about being caught up in a terrorist tragedy. That's clearly and obviously a low vibration. And, you know, rest in peace to those who, you know, lost their lives in, in, the, in the attack. But, you know, the, the energy of that type of situ- situation and event speaks for itself. And I'll just leave that there because I, know, I, I can imagine, I don't know who this broadcast is reaching, and I can imagine that it's a very sensitive subject and I, I just, I want to be sensitive to that. Um... I believe the moon is still in Pisces, so I definitely want to be sensitive and compassionate to that. What I want to do right now is take you through the remainder of this week, um, and then we'll jump into the next, okay? Because the thing about it is is that it's, it's all written in the stars. I, I'm, I'm so... Um, dedicated to bringing you guys this information ahead of time, a week ahead of time, every week, uh, because it continues to show up again and again and again. And, and, and to be forewarned is to be forearmed, um, and, and you're able to go into the week ahead with some knowledge about the energies. That's why I'm talking about astrology being the language that opens your eyes to see the symbology in these events, to see the symbology in when President Trump gets on that podium and starts talking, that you're not just listening to his words, you're listening to the symbols, you're looking at the symbols so you can see what he's really communicating beyond the words. <clears throat> the very energy of Aquarius that the moon was in when this tragedy happened is the very energy of astrology. Aquarius governs astrology as well as groups of people. 
okay? And so um, that's that's the, the whole point of this. So you guys can begin to pinpoint these energies for yourself, and nobody can get on TV being interviewed by a reporter and just have you believe in any old thing. That you'll begin to critically think as you read the the, the symbols and the the language of 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 energy. And you'll be able to see things for how they really are and what they really are. Okay. Um, hmm. There's just a lot going on, y'all. So just work with me while I get through this show. Okay. Not only, like I always say, whatever's going on in the macrocosm, quote unquote, out there or above. It's going on in the microcosm as well. Um, so I, not only is there a lot going on in the world right now, there's a lot going on in my personal life. And <clears throat> that's the other reason I make it a point to get on here every week because I want to be an example for myself and for others of how in the midst of it all you rise above. That's why I'm coming to you as your world healer. Mama Dada with my super Sagittarius self, my super Sagittarius self, because I'm here to show you and by by my very energy what that means and what that looks like to whatever is going on. This is how you rise above. That's what Sagittarius does. Okay. Um. Wednesday today, actually this afternoon, the moon finally entered Aries. We are finally in this full moon energy. I was outside um, just a a while ago, um, and I saw the beautiful full moon just shining gloriously bright. So the full moon in Aries is here, and um, I was contacted uh, by someone earlier today making sure that it's the full moon and, you know, that they're going to be on their full moon-ish tonight. So peace and bliss to all of your full moon uh, rituals and <clears throat> and whatever it is that you do to celebrate this uh, monthly occurrence that is so divine, so powerful, and so beneficial to um, access and tap into. When the moon is in Aries, it's a really wonderful time to initiate something. It's the first sign of the 12 signs, and it's so passionate. It's so ruled by Mars. You know, um, we see this energy of initiation that already preceded us in this week. Um, Yes, in my estimation, it was a lower vibrational manifestation um, of the Mars energy, but an example nonetheless of how energies can be initiated and how um, Mars that rules Aries is the energy that wants to win and it wants to win at all costs. And so um, it's an it's an idea of facing your fears when we're talking about Aries energy. And uh, because, you know, Mars is courageous and it, it, it goes to the front of the line in battle. It goes to the front lines to fight. You know, it ain't never scared and it stays ready to go, okay? Um, it's this energy, Aries, that governs the spring season, you know, ready to burst forth new life um, of an idea, of a plan. Now, 
we are having this Aries energy come to us during a full moon, so you have to keep that in mind when we're talking about beginning something and starting something, that full moons are about culmination. Um, Whatever you start at this time, keep in mind that after tomorrow afternoon that the energy is going to be waning. It is going to be hmm, all this intensity that's been building up, it's going to start to dissipate. It's going to start to wane a lot right along with the moon. So whatever you're initiating, whatever you're feeling called to passionately begin, it's likely going to be most effective if it has to do with releasing, letting go, surrendering, you know, um, um, finalizing something, or with the intensity of this energy, you may be led to um, put even more Effort and you see by the light of this full moon, hey, some, this is actually working for me. This, this, this right here is actually I'm, I've I've been successful at something. At the, during this harvest time, I've actually you know reaped some stuff. I've actually you know gleaned some 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 fruit that I can take home and and, and preserve. You know, so. <clears throat> If you find at this time that that you've been successful in a particular endeavor, especially one that you've started since the Virgo New Moon, we are still in Virgo New Moon season. So it's still about this. The, um, I know that the sun is in Libra. I know this. <laughs> We're at a full moon in Aries, so of course the sun's in Libra. But we are under a Virgo New Moon season astrologically, so it's still about the details. Um, in this particular full moon in Aries, um, that's exact tomorrow afternoon, that's bright and full in the sky tonight, just feel free to take a look out your um, door or window, and, and you can just feel the energy just so beautiful. But um, it's it's about relationships, okay? Aries is the self. Aries is I, me, <laughs> and Libra definitely is the relationship, the relationship with you and any other, even your higher self, even your other self, even your shadow self, okay? And so the full moon can denote a tug of war between two energies. Between self and others, there could be this battle raging, this tug of war, you know, but there's an opportunity at a full moon for there to be perfect balance. I've seen this play out already. I've been talking to my mama's babies, of course, every week without fail. Uh, shout out to my mama's babies. I just adore you guys. And, um, you know, you, you're seeing it play out with uh, relationships where you don't really know if you want to pull on that rope a little harder, you know. You know how you pull on, there's the flag in the middle and you pull on the rope. So sometimes there's a, a mud in the middle and if you yank on the rope hard enough, you can get your opponent to fall into the mud. Or 
there's a divine opportunity, especially with the sun in Libra. With the sun in Libra, a light is being shown, the light of the sun, the focus. This, wherever the sun is transiting, it, it talks about where our energetic focus is, not should be, not would be, not could be, is. And so why not tap into that since it's already there? <clears throat> Tapping into the energy of the sun in Libra, especially at this time of the full moon in Aries, if you are seeing in your reality, in your experience, in your daily life at this time, conflict, tug of war, battles, arguments, going back and forth, yelling and screaming matches, um, you know, that's the, that's the Aries energy, and it's low vibrational if it's showing up that way. How do you raise the vibration if it's showing up low vibrational? It's a couple of different ways to do it. You can raise the Aries margin energy and say, you know what, instead of being aggressive, you know, trying to win at all costs, willing to shed blood and use knives and guns and cussing people out and going off on people. I'm going to raise that vibration. I'm going to use that same margin Aries energy to be assertive. I can assert myself without being aggressive. I can assert myself to utilize the other option, which is to bring in the, the energy on the other side, the sun and Libra. Libra is ruled by the Aries is ruled by Mars, and Libra is ruled by Venus. I can pull on this sun and Libra side to say I'm going to introduce, so I'm going to assert myself enough. This initiatory energy of Aries, Aries is a cardinal sign. That means it carries with it automatically the energy of initiation. <clears throat> Starting something, it starts the spring season, Aries does. It starts the entire new astrological year, calendar year, Aries season does. So it's it's an initi it starts the entire twelve zodiac signs. So it's an initiatory energy if there ever was one. And we all in self, Aries governs self. Aries governs things in our immediate environment. Aries governs our outlook on life. Aries governs our head, and, and it rules the first house, which governs our entire physical body. And so we can initiate things within ourselves that can affect, bring about um, and affect a positive change when we're dealing with lower vibrational manifestations of the Aries margin energy. You don't have to go to war all the damn time. If you're going, if you're in a position where you're going to war with people, it's really indicative of a war that's raging and being waged within yourself. And so, once again, there's the Sun and Libra, Venus rule that we can bring in. Mars and Venus are together in the sky right now at 19 degrees. They're both sitting at 19 degrees. So in that, they're begging for balance. And in this full moon opposing energy, they're begging for balance. If, you ha if Mars is acting up in your life, 
the actions. Mars governs the actions we need to be taking. Instead of taking action against somebody, take action. You can, we can take action for ourselves, for our highest good and benefit. We can put that, like I was mentioning last week's show, we can put this, this abundance of energy to higher use, to productive and constructive use. You sitting here shooting up a whole bunch of people. What do you think you could have done with that energy? What do you think that person's karma is going to be? Good Lord. Convinced it was one person. Or people. What do you think their karma is going to be? You're dealing with people in your environment that are waging war with you? It takes two to have a war. You can remove yourself from the equation. You can pull on this Libra-Venus world energy that brings the ease, that brings the comfort, that brings the harmony, that brings the peace, that brings the beauty, that brings the compromise, that brings the diplomacy, that brings the tact. That's that's a very viable option at this time because the energies are there. The sun is in Libra right now. So with that, uh, you know, I I definitely encourage you you all to do something. Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars wants to do something. Stays wrecked to go. It stays wrecked to do it. So don't wait. And make sure that what you're not waiting and going ahead and being assertive and doing, make sure that it's high vibrational. Make sure that it ain't hurting nobody. Make sure that nobody has to lose in order for you to win. I told y'all last week, Pluto just stationed. Pluto don't play that. Pluto is the higher octave of Mars. And when you're fooling with Pluto, you better make sure that all parties involved are winning while you're sitting up. With, that You better make sure that nobody has to lose in order for you to win. That's when you get into the low vibrations of Pluto. Manipulation. I win, you lose. Control. Power plays. Power games. I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna make sure I don't lose. Well, damn. Pluto works. Pluto is highest in its vibration when all parties involved get to win. That's just that's just energy. That's just astrology. It's not me being goody two shoes and you know uh, 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 idealistic and you know no. I've been watching these, observing these energies for years now. I've been watching it play out in my own life. People thinking they winning over me. People thinking that they're um, getting over on me, that they getting me. And the whole time, I'm just sitting back in the cut. I mean, I'm human, so it affects me. It affects me. Um, The very dream I had, I didn't realize at the time here over Sunday night going into Monday that it was such a prophetic dream. When I initially woke up and I heard the news stories about what was going on in Vegas, I was like, man, okay, well, 
maybe the dream has something to do with that. You know, maybe maybe I'm, like, getting these, because, you know, Pluto's investigation and research and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, Pluto just stationed, and I'm getting this dream about, you know, I'm getting some inside info on what's going on. In the dream, there was an injustice being carried out against me. And I was screaming when I woke up because I was, like, pleading my case. No, you know, this is not right. This is not fair. They were try- In the dream, they were trying to say they were just making up stuff. And I was like, no, this is not the case. What do you mean? And I woke up and I heard myself screaming when I woke up. And later on in the week, uh, really the next day, that day and the next day, I was beginning to deal with some things in my personal life, in my uh, professional life, in my career, that uh, just some grave injustices, just people making up stuff and doing what they want to do and, you know, me not really seeing a recourse. Now, Pluto is stationed, Pluto just stationed in Capricorn. Capricorn governs these structures, these traditions, these um, like government entities and things like that, these institutions. And so that that can talk about, I'm sure I'm not the only one, dealing with power plays and potential manipulation and control issues within the context of these institutions. Kind of like the whole, you know, Kaepernick thing with the NFL. The NFL is an institution, and here he is dealing with grave injustice. He can't even get a job right now. And so it's not just happening to me. It's not just happening to Cap. It's happening to Pluto is a, a generational planet. It's happening to a whole bunch of people. And that's why I'm encouraging you guys to I just I want to encourage you guys to continue to stay on the high side of this energy. Let people who are gonna vibrate low on Pluto do it by their damn self. Because Capricorn is very karmic. You hear me? Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, the planet of karma. The planet of what goes around comes around. The planet of reaping and sowing. The planet of um, sowing time and harvest time. And I want to encourage you, just like I had to encourage myself this week, let me just make sure I'm on the right side of the energy and let the dead bury the dead. Pluto governs death and rebirth. If something has to come to an end this week, we are at a time of a full moon, so something can easily be culminating. Something can easily be coming to an end. Something can easily be coming to fruition that shows you it's time to release this and let it go. As the moon is waning over the next two weeks, I'm showing you clearly under the light of the full moon what to release, what to let go, what to surrender, what no longer serves you. So by the time we get to this next new moon season, after this Virgo new moon season, we can begin to plant something else. And so um, while the moon is in Aries, which will be, let me tell you, through Friday, through Friday evening, the moon will be in Aries. So while the moon is in Aries, by all means, if, there, if there's something that you need a bit of courage to step up and finally do 
Aries, Mars. It's all about action, taking action that is productive and constructive, and it don't it don't. Have, I'm not saying people won't get hurt if you make particular decisions for yourself and for your highest good. I'm just saying with the sun in Libra at a time of a full moon with this Aries energy that it. And and at the time of, of close to a Pluto station, that it it will be a good thing to consider others in these actions that you're taking. Like I always tell my mama's babies, of course, you know, you first, of course. But if you have to crap on people, and you have to, uh, 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 you know, do people dirty in order to win, you may want to rethink your strategy. And it may be very apparent at a time like this with all this intense energy culminating up to tomorrow afternoon that you see clearly what is working and what is not working, where you need to pull harder, where you need to drop the rope, where you need to harmonize, where you need to go harder. It should be very clear by now which way to go. Um. Let me keep going. I talked a lot about the full moon in Aries last week, so I encourage you to follow the link in the episode description at the bottom where it says click here for the last show, for the last episode. Um, you Also, uh, I encourage you to go to the – there was a separate broadcast that I did last week specifically for horoscopes leading up to the full moon, um, those energies – plus the overall energies that I did in the main show should help you energetically maneuver through whatever it could be that you're going through right now. I was just looking at the spread from last week's general tarot pool, and it's still helping me. Uh, when it, when when I said that the Ten of Wands was in the future position, meaning that's the energy we were leading up to where it could be a struggle, <laughs> it could be burdensome, or... It could be, you know, um, the higher vibration of those energies if you're doing it right. So that which is, um, you know, keeping your head down, keeping going, and 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 being responsible, responsible for you, for first and foremost. That, yes, it was going to be immense effort. That, yes, we were going to have to prioritize. Yes, we were going to likely have to work overtime. I know I've been working overtime. (laughs) I know I've been working overtime. And, yes, we were going to have to have one final push. It was going to be just a shoring of all of our efforts. Ten is the last number in the tarot. After you get with the numbers and you stop at ten, that's when you get into the court cards, the pages and the knights and the queens and the kings, and then the major arcana after that. So when we're talking about the Ten of Wands, we're talking about this finality. More more final than the nine, nine talks about completion, but ten talks about endings, and within that ending, also a new beginning. you got the the... the the one and the zero. That's the ending and the new beginning all in one. So we're at the precipice, we're at the cusp of a new beginning, but it's something, yeah, we got one final push. We got this immense effort here at this time where we're 
we're having to work overtime. We're having to take sole responsibility. You know, it's dealing with me, uh, like I say, me dealing with injustices. Hell, I had a prophetic dream to tell me I was going to be dealing with some injustices. And I don't get to blame anybody. I don't get to sit. Colin Kaepernick don't get to blame the NFL. They're not doing me right. They won't let me play on no team. And I can't live my dream. We don't get to whine and bitch and moan. You see the image on the Ten of Wands cards. He, that man not crying. He got all them damn wands in his hands. He can't have no more wands in his hands than he got. He got all ten in his hand. He carrying them by himself because there's something on the other side of that. This is the final push. This is the culmination here at the full moon. That's why it was in the future position. And I told y'all last week that what we were bringing with us was that King of Wands card. The King of Wands can handle the Ten of Wands like it ain't ish. Nobody said it'd be easy. Nobody said you'd uh, jump up and clap and, and throw a party because you had to carry Ten Wands. But the King of Wands can handle it. That's why the cards came out that way. And, and the King of Wands can handle it because the King of Wands is a leader. You know, nobody can do it like the king of wands. Nobody can handle them ten ten wands like a king of wands can. The leader can. The boss can. The director can. Someone who is fearless can. This that's the king of wands is the card of Leo. Someone who is healthy and fit can. Leo, like Aries, uh, their uh, sister fire sign, this full moon of Aries is courageous. It's strong. It believes in itself. It hey. I can handle these ten of wands. Give me ten more. Let me, you know what I mean? That's the king of wands. He can handle it. The king of wands it sets goals. You know what? Um, I, I didn't really like having to carry ten wands around the time of this full moon in Aries. I'm going to set some goals for where going forward, you know, I can, I, it, things can be more spread out and manageable so I don't have to work all this overtime. I'm going to, with the Ten of Wands and the King of Wands, I'm going to prioritize and set goals. I'm going to get creative. The King of Wands is creative. And like I mentioned last week with the overall energy, the reason why we're having to boss up and become the leaders and the directors of our own lives is because we're on, when I was saying we're on the cusp, we're on the precipice of something new because the 10 signifies the end and the new beginning. The page of, one, the page of cups, that's the overall energy, tells us what that new beginning is. It's something creative. It, it's something warm, and it's something comforting, and it's something intimate, and it's something, you know, uh, that that fulfills a dream. There's a this the card of Pisces, so there's a dreaminess to it that's being fulfilled here. Love is blossoming. Our artistic side, our creative side, our loving side, our intimate side, our emotional side is developing, is being developed. And it's starting with us. That's why the Two of Cups card was our present position, because whatever is developing, it's starting with us. 
you would think, oh, two cups, that's my cup and somebody else's cup. Not necessarily. It can be. But if you continue to study the tarot and you allow these messages of the cards to open up to you, um, it can be just you being content. The the new thing that's developing could be be, being developed in you through contentment, through, through success, through prosperity, through balance, the very balance and harmony that I'm talking to you all about when I'm talking about this sun and Libra energy, this Venus rules, Venus and Mars connecting together in the sky, okay? So I just thought I'd uh, recap that in case you um, aren't able to go back and listen to the show right now. But I encourage you as you get time to go ahead and do that. Um, before I go any further, let me check in on the phone lines. I actually do see a caller with their hand up from the 561. Peace, you're live on the air with your world healer, Mama Donna. Hi, Mama Donna. This is Lisa from Florida. Hi, Lisa from Florida. Peace. Um, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I got an Aries moon. What do you think? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can imagine. I, 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 oh. this, this is this has definitely been one for the record books. Uh, <laughs> please feel free, indulge us. You know what? Um, what did you want to contribute to the show or ask? I'd be more than happy to talk to you. Well, I want to tell you, um, I've been having a major problem with a man that's won't accept the word no. And um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I'm trying to put that creep to bed. Uh, He's got a sad son with a Scorpio rising, Gemini moon. I mean, the man is mentally disturbed. Uh, He's been even putting fake jobs online so I won't get a job because he's so mad I won't go out with him. This is how spiteful the man Mm -hmm. is. And he's even getting involved with my family. I mean, I've got a police report on him. I mean, it's just, this is just, today I just had enough. And I called Mm -hmm. the people that he was telling to harass all them and told them, that if you contact me again, I'm going to put a, a police report on you, too, like I got it on him. So, mm. I mean, I am fed up with this. I had to change my phone number. He's sending me text messages, emails, all kinds of vulgar stuff. He tells my brother that I sent him naked pictures. None of that's true. He's making me out to be like a some sort of a sick fiend after him. Meanwhile, he's been after me. My family thinks I'm insane. They can't understand why somebody would go to this length to try and hurt them. When I never even dated this man, he's conjured this all up in his mind. He's sick in the head. And, you know, with Jupiter going yeah. into Scorpio, I got a Cancer rising with the Pisces sun, and I got an Aries moon, and mm-hmm. I just feel like it's almost aggravating this, making it worse. Well, um, I'm I'm definitely being led to speak to you from the cards. Uh, the astrology is very apparent. Your uh, Aries mm-hmm. moon, we're having a full moon in Aries, and so that 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 already and clearly shows me the intensity of what you're dealing with. That's why it's so dramatic. Oh, That's why it's so. Oh my God. My heart is beating so fast because of the anger, only because he's been stopping me from getting a job. You know, I mean, this is hurting me financially. Mm-hmm. I've been living off credit cards. I mean, 
dis he's even putting stuff on my Facebook that, you know, you know, a man likes, you know, he, you know, sex, whereas women like security. I mean, he's putting all these kinds of, I had to block him because he has over a thousand fake profiles. Hmm. Well, first let me say that, you know, I, I, um, I hate that you're having to go through this. I, I, um, it's hard for me to feel sorry for people. I can't really come at you from that direction simply because I, I, I'm being, once again, I'm being led to speak to you from these cards that I just went over because I see your situation in them so prevalently, and it's hard to feel sorry for the King of Wands. Uh, that's your Aries moon. The wands govern all the fire signs. So that's your Aries moon right there. You can look at it as though um, with the full moon in Aries and Jupiter going into Scorpio, this puts you at a deficit. But that's a very limited, skewed, and erroneous perception where you can look at it as if that is your strength and your power. You have the power of the Aries full moon behind you. You have mm-hmm. the power of Jupiter in, entering Scorpio that's um, in, in, easily and effortlessly when you say you've got this um, prop predominant energy in Cancer and Pisces. That's a gift. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. being given an energetic gift to do what? The very thing that the overall card energy of the Page of Cups suggests, which is get creative. Now, you've already blocked them. You've already been led to do mm-hmm. certain things, you know. But there's, there, there's some things, Pisces, you, through this Pisces, the energy of Pisces in this card says that you can access so much more through your imagination through that, that level of creativity, through uh, through meditation, it could come through you come to you through a meditation. Your spirituality, what to do, just like the prophetic dream I had, it could come to you through a dream. That's Pisces, also. You got this is the beautiful thing about Pisces. I just got through talking to one of my mama's babies intensely about this. Is that in this Pisces energy, Pisces is ruled by Neptune. In the ancient times, it was ruled by Jupiter. It can merge with and dissolve anything. What can't be dissolved through prayer? What can't be dissolved through acceptance? What can't be dissolved through surrender? What can't be dissolved through completely removing your energy? I have. I've even tried that, to be nice to this man. Before, you, before, before that, it's obviously something you haven't tapped into yet because that's why the Ten of Wands is the future position. You've, this, is gonna call, this is calling for you to work overtime. You're, ta- you're saying that he, I, don't, I, I can't believe that some person has the power to keep you from getting a job. He may be working overtime to try to thwart your plans or goals, but he cannot stop you. The king of Mm -hmm. wands can't be stopped, and you can't be stopped when you have a ten of wands attitude that you're going to put in more. You're going to work harder than he. You're going to work harder for your success than he's working for your demise and downfall. That you're going to keep your head down and you're going to keep going. That you're going to take Mm -hmm. full responsibility for everything that's going on in your life, including his uh, his his energy in your life, 
And this two of cups in the present position tells me that you have access to a truth. Now, this may be a truth that comes by way of this king of wands. I look at it this way. you got the past, the present, and the future, and you take into the future the energy of the past and the present. And you're taking with you into this overtime that you're clearly going to have to be working, this prioritization that you're clearly going to have to do where you begin to remove your energy, where you're not focusing on all what he's doing. You're focusing on what you got to do. You're keeping your head down. You're taking sole responsibility. You're keeping on going. And so you're taking with you your, the ability to do that because you're bossing up. You're the boss mm-hmm. of your life. Can't nobody come in. Can't nobody come in your life and boss you and tell you, no, or not even tell no. you, even influence. These are wands here, so this is talking about energy. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody, can nobody come in your life and <laughs> yeah, nobody can come in your life and energetically influence no. you in ways that you're not open and allowing. I will tell you this: the page of cups is the energy of an empath. And I'm here to tell you as an empath that people can, when you're, when you're vibrating on that Pisces, on that Neptune like that, you're open. And as long as you, you may need to work overtime, wands are also very spiritual cards. You may, and so of course, so is this Pisces energy. You may need to work overtime to fig, to uh, open yourself up to receiving the wisdom from beyond, the spiritual wisdom on how to protect yourself from his energy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I have similar, I have similar energy in my chart. I'm very empathic. I'm very open. I'm very. Um, I, 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 I told you about the dream, and the, I'm very mm-hmm. perceptive, and I'm very susceptible, so I have to stay protected. You can be shown through meditation and prayer and Mm -hmm. spiritual uh, activities what to do to protect your energy. There are very mundane things you can do, like you already blocked him on Facebook. He he uses multiple accounts, and so you can, uh, in addition to blocking him, reporting him and all, maybe removing your energy, like I was saying, to remove your energy. I did. That way. I did. Just, yeah, deactivating your account for a certain time until you Mm -hmm. get a handle on this thing. This yeah. is the Ten of Wands is that one final push. You're going to have to shore up all the good energy you have access to to get to the point where you he's not a reason. He's not an excuse. He's not nothing because you're taking sole responsibility and saying, if I don't have a job, it's because I haven't put in that immense effort that the Ten of Wands is saying that it's going to take. I haven't prioritized right. I haven't put in all of the overtime I put in to get it done because a lot of my energy has been tied up in this Pisces individual. See, he's vibrating on the low end of Pisces. Mm-hmm. And and he's he's obviously picking up. You, you were mentioning Scorpio and all that. He's obviously um, you know picking up on this Pluto station and all this stuff. There's a lot mm-hmm. going on. Oh yeah. And yeah. And there just needs to be a line with this full moon. It needs to be a line drawn in the sand energetically to say, you know what? After tomorrow afternoon, 
mm-hmm. the the energy that I've put into him, the energy I've put into blocking him, that even takes energy. That's why I say removing yourself altogether because that is going to start decreasing and waning along with the moon if you so choose to participate with nature in that way. The nature is on your side. The full moon in Aries is on your side. It is not a detriment. It is not working against you. It is working for you, and so say it these cards as well. So I'm positive with a shift in your energy, with a shift in your focus, with you bossing up and being the director of your own life and taking sole responsibility, mm-hmm. believing in yourself, being forceful with your energy on your behalf, not mm-hmm. against him, not blocking him, but for you, focused on you, that you, mm-hmm. you'll be calling me back in another week or two saying, you know what, Mama Dada, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it today. I already felt the shift today. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I was, did. you know, making, I was in the computer. I was looking, uh, you know, other areas to find employment. Uh, there's a job fair tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get up early to go down there. I mean, I got a part-time job at Macy's. I mean, I am moving away. I blocked them. I changed my phone number. Uh, so, you know, I try and stay away from the places where I was going, you know. I mean, I am definitely, I try to put the shield up. Uh, I do the cord cutting. I mean, I am deaf. This has been gone away too long, and I definitely take responsibility. I fed into him just as, like, he fed into me. But when I saw a side of him that I did not like, it scared me. So uh, that's when I backed away. Thank God. It's funny. It happened just when Jupiter, not Jupiter, when Neptune went great. It almost did me a favor. Hmm. Yeah, because I was like Um, delusional. (laughs) Absolutely. What's so interesting, before I I move on to the next caller, um, I do see here at the bottom of the deck, actually, while while you were mentioning the job there, the Seven of Cups, which is the, the card of having options. And it also is a card, once again, that is iterating. Clearly, Spirit wanted me to relay this message to you because for no other reason would I have even noticed this. But it's a card at the bottom of the deck, the Seven of Cups, and it also talks about and reiterates something I had already mentioned to you about this Page of Cups Pisces card, which is the meditation and the priorities. Um, it also talks about love sickness, so I want to encourage you uh, in your spiritual pursuits to, to begin to seek out ways, working work this overtime and keeping your head down and prioritizing, as, especially as you're prioritizing you. What you'll notice, um, and I noticed this in uh, talking to my mama's babies, what you'll notice is over time, you'll know how well you're progressing in your healing because you won't even Speak of them. You won't speak yes. of anything that you've been going through. It won't be on your radar. You will have successfully prioritized yourself and your cups, your your options. <laughs> you will have successfully prioritized your emotional needs. You will have successfully mm-hmm. prioritized and been uh, been able to withdraw your energy from the situation. It takes two to be in a, embroiled in a dramatic affair. If you yeah. remove yourself, 
there's not, that all that's left is every all of these page of cup creative beginnings that are just waiting on you to add your energy to it as you remove it from him. And I'm just here to remind you that the full moon in Aries is here to help you with that. That's why you have a natal moon in Aries, okay? And so I really appreciate your, you calling in tonight, Lisa. Your voice sounds really familiar. Have we spoken before? I'm thinking so. Yeah, I, I always love your show. I you're so, so direct. Yeah, I love your show. You're very direct <laughs> and you're very thorough. And I really, it comes on late here. I don't know. I'm in Florida, but I really enjoy your show. And I can't believe that this moon in Aries really gave me the, I don't know, just the Mm-hmm. initiative that mm-hmm. I needed to push because I've been feeling so down. So I, well, I wasn't myself. Exactly. And it's come to revitalize and restore you. That's why Pluto just stationed right before it. So I'm so happy for you, Lisa. Please mm-hmm. don't hesitate to call in again on a future okay. show and update us on your progress. Okay, we'll be thank so you happy to so celebrate much. with you. You're welcome. <laughs> Peace, Lisa. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, wow, y'all. That, I just, <laughs> I'm just amazed and I'm just so happy uh, to to be here and to be of service energetically because, you know, I'm, I'm, well, I, it's been years now, y'all, years, and I'm getting to watch people's lives change, like documented, like it's documented, it's on record that people's lives are changing, not because, now, I am your world healer. Don't get it twisted. But I am merely a, a servant and a vessel of that spirit utilizes to work through me, to, like I said, to bring to the table this language of astrology that is so beneficial in describing these energies that we deal with day in and day out. I have seen that over time, as you You can do anything. You can do anything because you see things for what they truly are and not what you've erroneously been taught. A lot of us, many of us, through through, um, misinformation and the miseducation of religion. You now get to see things through the lens of nature, and that ain't no lie. Um, I will go ahead and take another caller before uh, I get into the next uh, portion of the week's astrology for the remainder of this week. And then uh, definitely before we end the show, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and do a separate. I, I, I don't know that it's going to be tomorrow. I hope it's tomorrow. It may be later over the weekend, but I will do a separate show for the Jupiter in Scorpio horoscopes. I have done a tarot pool for the, the, the 13 months that Jupiter is in Scorpio, and um, so I'll, I'll make that separate um, so we can just go on with the show today. Uh, I hope I said that right, the horoscopes and the tarot pool, the overall tarot pool and since I'll make it a separate show, I'll go ahead and do um, the astrological horoscopes for each sign for what Jupiter being in Scorpio for the next 13 months means for your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign specifically, okay? Um, caller from 956, you're live and on the air with your world healer, Mama Dada, peace. Nine five six, are you there? 
Okay, that's not the first time that happens. Um, if you do press 1 on your keypad, it notifies me that you've raised your hand, and that is what initiates me opening up your line. So um, let's keep going, you guys. Uh, we've got a, some time left, so it's good to know what's going on as the week progresses so you can kind of not be thrown off guard, you know. Very beneficial and helpful. So uh, we stopped off at the moon entering Aries, and as of tomorrow, 11.53 a.m. Central, Venus aligns exactly with Mars. That's what I've been talking about since last week for sure. Um, they'll be at 19 degrees and 13 minutes of Virgo together. Um, the last time Venus and Mars were together was November the 2nd of 2015, y'all. This is like, you know, a thing. It's, it's like, it's, at least it's a rare thing here. In, in, in 2015, it happened three times. It didn't happen at all in 2016. It's happening now, and it won't happen again. Venus and Mars will not align together in the sky again after tomorrow for uh, a couple of years, August 24th of 2019, okay? So take advantage. When things are rare like this, you want to take advantage. I don't want to say rare. I mean, the great new moon solar eclipse in Leo was rare. Hell, it's not going to happen again for 99 years. But, um, you know, uh, these are more personal planets, and so um, just, Take heed and take advantage of this opportunity to merge and blend and balance everything that I've been saying about Venus conjunct Mars since last week for sure. Uh, when Venus and Mars are aligned in the sky, you know, Mars is that passion, Mars is that fire, Mars is that energy that's ready to go, ready to take action, and Venus is that balance. They're the, the masculine and the feminine principle, okay? Mars governs this more masculine um, fiery drive, sex energy, and Venus governs this more feminine beauty, pleasurable, artistic, um, um, ease and comfort energy, okay? And so it also governs um, the social aspects of our lives. That's why it, it rules Libra, Sun in Libra, which governs our relationships and how we interact with others. So uh, under this influence, um, there's a passion uh, influence on our social relations. Um, sometimes, of course, when Mars is vibrating low, it can be really aggressive, you know. Um, you may, that's why I was saying earlier, you may have seen if you've been dealing with in the context of relationships in your life, people vibrating low on Mars, which is really easy to do unless you're, like, consciously intent upon vibrating high on Mars. You know, how many people are walking around thinking, you know, let me take actions that are productive and constructive and beneficial for all parties involved? Not a lot of people. I don't know a lot of people that vibrate like that. A lot of people, you know, Mars is also the energy that governs self. And so it can be really selfish. Sometimes there's a time and season for everything. So there's a season to be selfish. There's a time to put yourself first. Um, but you don't have to harm others in so doing that. Um, 
Margin energy also, it doesn't have to be just talking about a masculine or a male influence in our lives um, or just the actions that we take. Mars, of course, governs our sexual energy. And so um, that energy is just, you know, this is like the perfect symbiotic cosmic relationship. So the intensity of both Venus and Mars um, on the margin end, it's the sexual energy. On the Venus end, it's the pleasure principle. Venus governing all of our five senses and us wanting to satisfy those senses. We want to satisfy ourselves with what we see. We want to be satisfied with what we taste and touch and, and hear and smell, okay? So all of these erotic impulses are, are highly charged, and, and they're begging our attention at this time. The beautiful thing about vibrating high on this is that you can do something with that energy, just like Lisa got to talking about, you know, she she's taking action. She's taking some productive and construction. She's been um, compelled, impaled. Um, <laughs> I, one of the astrologers I've heard before, the stars do not impale. The stars do not impale or compel. And I get what he's trying to say. These planetary energies aren't making us do anything. But, yes, in the context of, of um, understanding that what I said at the beginning of the show tonight is that whatever is happening in the macrocosm is happening in the microcosm. And so... Uh, we can really take this energy just like Lisa and, and, and be spurred on with this full moon in Aries energy. Once again, Mars rules Aries, the same Mars that's aligned with Venus in the sky tomorrow. Okay, I really hope y'all can hear me. I am having extreme technical difficulties, so much so that um, I've had to call into the show as my own guest. <laughs> so um, let me, I'm doing a quick sound check because I've never done this this way before just to make sure I can be heard. <laughs> but um, if I can, um, okay, perfect, I can be heard. <laughs> this is so weird. I was just talking to a mama's baby earlier today and just mentioning how um, I think because Pluto just stationed and it's squaring the sun and Mercury right now, particularly Mercury, the communication, the media, the broadcasting, that there's just that much more room for, you know, error. Pluto's very volatile right now because it's just stationed, and it could be in, through this challenging square causing uh, issues to that part of the chart as well, uh, Mercury and the sun and Libra. So I am back. Um, I remember where I left off. I made sure to remember where I left off because I said, you know, some energy and entity doesn't want me to get this out, and that's going to make me get it out make sure I get it out, which was simply saying, pointing out, um, and that makes me think that it's uh, potentially, you know, something that somebody who will listen to this is really dealing with, and I just want to encourage you that that is one of the reasons why I continue to emphasize utilizing Mars for the productive, utilizing your sexual energy that you have access to uh, to be productive and constructive. The same energy that you use to jack off, the same energy you use to, you know, beat it up, 
uh, is the same energy that we have access to to get things done. It's the exact same energy. So if you're dealing with somebody in your Venusian relationship, in your Venusian social circle, um, and you're experiencing Mars on the vibration of aggression and violence, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely here to encourage you to Obviously, if you're dealing with somebody violent, you don't want to deal with them. You know, when when uh, even though when Lisa was talking about someone who's kind of in this stalking mode and they're being really aggressive, it's the same energy, <laughs> same energy, violence, aggression, all that is the same. And um, you know, if if you haven't been able to find that balance with somebody, then don't lose your life trying to find it. It's not worth it. Okay, I'm here to tell you that Mars and Venus to get being together in the sky can, you know, cause somebody's romantic impulses to be more forceful, more aggressive, more pressing, as opposed to more pleasurable and more comfortable and more easy. That's what it. That's what the highest vibrations of this inner energy could be like and should be like. Um, people that are born with this in their chart, like, uh, uh, let's see, I know Amber Rose was one of them. Yeah, uh, Adolf Hitler, <laughs> Kanye West, um, you know, uh, they, they both have the conjunction together of Venus and Mars in Taurus. Shaka Khan has the conjunction in Taurus. Uh, Richard Pryor and Bruce Lee have the conjunction in Scorpio. Uh, Amber Rose, along with Bruno Mars, is, is um, in Virgo, which is where it's happening right now in Virgo. Buster Rhymes and Zendaya have it in Cancer, and Herbie Hancock and Wendy Williams have it in Gemini, and Barry White has it in Libra, while astrologer Rick Levine has the conjunction in Aries. So, you know, people who are born with Venus and Mars, like whoever would be having a baby today, their baby's going to be born with Venus and Mars in their natal chart, just like these people I just mentioned. And people with Venus and Mars aligned in their natal chart over their life, they tend to display intense passion, okay, um, into a, a heightened sex drive and a need for intimate relationships. And sometimes that need for intimate relationships can cause issues. When Venus and Mars have, are having to share space, the same space, just think of it as a man and a woman. I just got to telling you all Venus is the feminine principle and Mars is the masculine one. Like I said last week, when a man and a woman have to share the same space, you know, it can be perfect harmony or it can be a tug of war. So um, it could, there's, there's potential for friction when these two are aligned even within the natal chart. Um, these people tend to be very intense, and that could be a bit much for their partner to have to deal with. Um, their, their need, their intense need, or this, this sexual energy and their passion to be satisfied may lead them to be, you know, have affairs and be unfaithful. Um, once again, these energies are not, they don't make you do anything, but they can be utilized 
to understand the psychology of somebody. And if if people, be, I I endeavor for people to know that my whole thing since I've been on the air has been to encourage people to know themselves, know themselves astrologically. And in, in, in so doing, you're getting to know your, and unpack your own psychology. So you can begin to make some choices. Okay, I got Venus and Mars aligned in my chart. No wonder, you know, I have a really high sex drive and you know, um, I'm kind of always in the mood, you know. And then you can begin to see, well, if I had some constructive and productive outlets for this energy, I may not have is get myself into so much trouble having affairs and crap. <laughs> because I will have a productive and constructive outlet for where to put this energy. And I'll be able to communicate my psychology to my partner so they can make an educated decision on if they are able to handle and deal with someone who has access to this much sexual energy. It's a very beneficial thing. That's why uh, I do the the compatibility charts, the synastry readings, and all of that because it helps. <laughs> it helps. I've I've consulted with women before. Of course, you know we're the ones trying to figure stuff out all the time, and and help them see the psychology of their partner, and and they're okay, okay, you know, and then they get some. Uh, ideas, better ideas, higher ideas of how to deal with their partner and even bring them in on the study of their own astrology to where uh, they can begin to bridge some gaps um, in the relationship. Uh, Yeah, these people do really well if they have goals to direct their energy into, um, if they have strong work ethics, and they really can um, end up in positions where they're being widely recognized and very accomplished. Once again, when you find a productive and constructive place to put your energy into, ain't no telling what you can do instead of uh, wasting the energy, you know, even wasting it on jacking off. There, There is sexual art. There is sexual magic. There is once again, but that's productive and constructive. You're not wasting your seed that way. You're not wasting a nut that way. You're not wasting an orgasm that way. You're putting it to good use, way higher use than participating with pornography and other distractions. I came to y'all months ago when Mars and Pluto were doing something else in the sky when the whole Rock Kardashian thing and stuff was going on and I was telling y'all uh, about these serial killers and these um, uh, uh, serial rapists saying that a common theme that they shared was the porn, pornography. They watched a lot of porn. And in watching, a, in watching a lot of porn, which is a very low vibrational manifestation of how to express your sexual energy, uh, that's, a, 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 that's a, a newer thing that came along with this age of technology. And it's, it's proven through these uh, sadists, through these um, degenerates, um, and, and they just proved it. You know, we, the man's own camera, it was either Ted Bundy, it was one of them, and he was doing an interview, he said, and he, was in, he had been locked up for years. 
and he said that he had talked to some other people he was locked up with, and that was a common thread amongst them all, that they were high pornography watchers. And what that does to your psychology is it, it, it starts to separate you from people. You, you begin to look at the sexual acts. You begin to look at people that you could potentially have sexual acts with through the lens of your phone, of a computer, and you begin to disassociate. And you begin to believe the hype. Hell, you can watch interviews of people who are in the porn industry, and they'll tell you not to believe the hype. It is staged. Uh, Half the time they're not enjoying it. Half the time they have to be on drugs in order to, you know, go there. Um, Half the time they're using all these other enhancement products in order to make it look desirable to you. But on that end, you've got these porn stars, and they're here to tell you it ain't what you're seeing on that screen, what they're actually going through. They're dealing with a lot of um, diseases and things like that because much like this conjunction describes, there's a plethora of this energy. And if you're not, if you don't know what to do with it on a high vibrational level, then you get into these pitfalls and traps that these porn stars and serial killers are here to warn you about, okay? Um, I've, I've spoken in depth about the full moon. I won't go through that any further. Um, I've done the horoscopes for that in a separate broadcast last week. I will mention to you that also tomorrow evening, 5.38 p.m. Central, for just one hour and 18 minutes, the moon opposes Jupiter and goes void. Um, That's at the very end of the day. If you happen to be meeting someone between 5.38 p.m. and 6.56 p.m. when the moon enters Taurus, just make sure it's not someone you're meeting for the first time. I can't imagine that you're having an interview or a presentation at that time. I wouldn't be having any significant discussions with anyone at that time. I wouldn't be making any major purchases at that time, but it's such a small window. But I definitely wanted to let you know what that time frame is. Um, At 6.56 p.m. Central Time, the moon does enter Taurus, so we'll be out of this Aries energy. The moon will be waning. And it will be waning in this Taurus energy that's governed by Venus. So not only will, like I said, you know, the balloon be deflating, <laughs> the, the full moon will begin waning down to new again. Uh, but this Venusian rule Taurus moon that we will be under from Friday for the rest of this week um, as of Friday evening it's going to bring an added element of this very Venusian-ruled energy of peace and ease and comfort and serenity, security, relaxation, sensuality, and, um, and some stability as well. So, so uh, it's a very stable energy. It's an earth energy. The energy is going to slow down considerably when the moon goes into Taurus on Friday evening. This Friday evening will probably be a, um, one of those evenings that you just really enjoy yourself. You may stay at home. If you go out, it is a Venus world energy. So if you go out, um, it'll be. It, it likely won't be like this raving, you know, party energy. It, it's very social but it's a more relaxed energy. Um, it is, uh, you know, artistic, so there could be some dancing this weekend. Um, 
um, some music, you know. But there's this sense of kind of getting into a zone and just enjoying yourself, being into pleasure. And so um, there's such a variety of ways that this could um, play out. But however it plays out, you should you should um, be enjoying it. Um, and likely, you know, with someone, you know, Venus rules governs these relationships and Taurus, um, it's it's earthy, and so uh, the, the the more material and physical elements could be in play, where it's like you know, food, <laughs> food involved, and you know, decorations, and you know, flowers, and just. I'm just trying to think. Um, um, Taurus governs the throat. So, um, you know, there could be ease being brought to you by way of, you know, some by something someone says or communicates to you to bring the ease. Um, uh, the senses are involved, so it could be, you know, you getting a massage, you know, this weekend or aromatherapy or stretching, you know. Um, so, once again, a lot of ways this can play out. And that's the re- that's it for the rest of this week. Um, I've got about 15 minutes left to give you some pointers, a uh, heads up about some things going on leading up to Wednesday next week. I definitely want to really highlight the Jupiter and Scorpio, though, because I'll pretty much focus on that uh, since that is the title of the show. Um, but before I do, I've got a caller that's been holding before I got disconnected, and I'd like to check in with them just to make sure. Oh, that that's the line that I picked up, and I didn't hear anything. Let me check in with caller from the 201. You're live and on the air with your world healer, Mama Dada. Peace. Peace, Mama Dada. How are you? This is Hadassah. Adessa, peace. I'm doing well under these full moon airy circumstances. How are you? I'm doing well too, I guess, under these circumstances. I have a question. You just <laughs> mentioned something about tomorrow because I'm supposed to um, speak with this man regarding refinancing to get some money mm-hmm. to, you know, pay pay up some debt. That's what I, I did. Okay. I didn't encourage this debt. But I have okay. to find the money to um to save my mother's house. What time did That's you say it. we should? This tomorrow would be the first time that I would get a chance to really sit down and talk to this person, and I really would like to talk to them at the best time. Okay. Um, that's what I forgot to mention about Taurus. I knew that there was something I wasn't mentioning about this Taurus moon, because Taurus does govern our money, our possessions. It's the money moon. Um, But, yeah, as far as tomorrow, Thursday is concerned, it's the Venus-Mars alignment, which I neglected to mention that about Venus as well, that Venus rules the money in conjunction with Mars. That could be the money speeding up Mars, you know, is an activator. Um, it could be the money um, taking action with money. So yeah, definitely. And that's exact. If that's happening right now, it's really no point in mentioning again that that's exact at 11:53 a.m. Central because that's been going. That's been an active energy. It's going to continue to be active for quite a little while. 
um, the the full moon is at 1.40 p.m. tomorrow, exact central, and um, and the moon goes void there in the evening. So as long as you're not meeting with him at, at the 5.38 p.m. central, you're, you're pretty good. So that's tomorrow's uh, astrology. So would it be that maybe the following day might be a better time to talk to him? Well, you know, Friday is ruled by Venus. That's a money day. That's why most people get paid on Fridays. And the moon is entering Taurus, but it doesn't enter Taurus until Friday night, um, 6.56 p.m. Central. So, um, you know, this full moon in Aries really isn't about waiting. You know, Aries is not an energy that waits around. So I wouldn't necessarily wait for the time to be right. Like I said, even right now, Venus is aligned with Mars, which could bode well for money endeavors. Um, It could, you know, play out, uh, you know, a variety of ways. It could be somebody... Um, that you're dealing with on the on the level of money being aggressive <laughs> with you, um, but it also could you could be you being assertive. I like to look at it more, especially since it's this Mars world Aries energy that we're under with this full moon. I like to look at it more from the perspective of self. So it could easily be you under this Venus Mars conjunction, um, you taking action about your money and and not waiting. So. Well, I do have someone that is being aggressive with me, Um, and you know, in terms of um, they want they want to get something from me so they could get their money right, but they're the person who created a problem for me. So you know, it's it's like a kangaroo thing. You know, which way are we going to go? Remind me, Hadassah, please, of what your right. Do you know your rising sign? No, because I don't know my exact time of birth. Okay, but what's your sun's time? We'll just go there because that, that's Capricorn. Capricorn, okay. Um, so for Capricorn, definitely this is major, this full moon in Aries, because like Aries, Capricorn is a cardinal energy. Once again, that's another indicator that you're supposed to be initiating. You're supposed to be taking charge, and it's so funny, interesting that, uh, see, spirit know what it's doing because it was time for me to talk about Jupiter and Scorpio, so you hopped on the line, and, I, and I'm picking up on this initiatory energy and the tarot spread I pulled for Jupiter and Scorpio for everybody. Uh, the page of swords is in the future position, which is the card of the initiator. And the the overall card, the king of pentacles that that um, I pulled, it actually jumped out while I was shuffling. But when when it, when more than one card jumps out, I just put them back in. If one card jumps out, I'll go ahead and pull it. But if more, it was two cards that popped out. The king of pentacles, which ended up coming back up in the overall position, and the seven of pentacles came up. So. The Seven of Pentacles popped out, so I think that's so appropriate. Um, the King of Pentacles happens to be the Taurus card, another Venus world energy, another money world energy. Pentacles is coins, is money, and so I, with that Capricorn sun, with these cards, it's definitely telling me um, to 
take on that initiatory, assertive energy yourself. You don't have to be aggressive because that's low vibrational. So you don't have to match someone else's low vibration. That's not going to benefit you at all. But you can raise the vibration and embody it yourself of being assertive and initiating things as it pertains to this money. For Capricorn specifically, you're having a full moon in the fourth house. So your success in these uh, financial endeavors, especially here right now, is going to depend heavily on your emotional stability. It's going to depend heavily on, like I'm talking about you not matching that low vibration, you from a place of your internal foundation being strong in your core. Um, You know, if there's ways that you feel emotionally shaky, work on shoring that up, work on strengthening that, supporting yourself. You know, if you're feeling fear about this debt that is not yours, that you are you thinking that you're going to end up having to be responsible for, the fourth house is also a very intuitive house. Tap into those emotions and, it'll, and, 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 and the stability of those emotions as a foundation for yourself to be a guide, an intuitive guide to lead you, lead you along the path and the journey of what the, the solution and the answer is to this money thing. The Nine of Wands is the card that I pulled last week for Capricorn, and that card is the moon in Sagittarius, which supported this fourth house energy that you're having the full moon through that talks about you tapping into these hidden reserves. That could be emotionally. That could be um, on a really mundane and material level, and literally there could be some money that you don't know about, some resources, some hidden reserves that you don't know about that could be the answer to this financial dilemma you have found yourself in. So the Nine of Wands is talking about taking decisive action, being determined, and being patient. Being patient. It's, I, it, it was somebody else I was talking to earlier today, and somebody was coming at them really aggressively. You know, they're like, kind of like this guy, I need it, I need it now, you need to give it to me, stuff like that, you need to tell me, it was the the same energy that you're describing to me now, and just like I told them, and just like your astrology describes with this fourth house of your internal foundation, I don't care how somebody is coming at you, don't let them take you out of your center, don't let them take you out of your peace. Don't let them take you out of your emotional foundation that is strengthened at the core. You encourage and support yourself if nobody else is. And this knot of wine says that you can deal with it once and for all. That's the uh, wisdom for Capricorn that I shared last week. I'm just reiterating it to you right now in, in lieu of your current situation. And the cards back it up. The, the king of pentacles is thriving. You have what you need to deal with this situation. It may not take money. It may look like it's going to take money right now, and it may end up taking money. This is the money card. But this is also the king is the most mature of all the, I don't care if it's the king of pentacles, the king of wands, the king of cups, you can handle it. You got what it takes. And this, the um, nine of pentacles and the uh, path position and the queen of, Towards in the present position, 
I already mentioned to you the page of swords and the future positions that's the initiator, the same cardinal energy that Capricorn is. But the nine of pentacles in the past and the queen of swords in the present both talk about discipline. Nine of wands, nine of pentacles is discipline with your energy, where you're self-reliant and disciplined and resourceful, okay? And uh, uh, you may feel alone in what you're going through, but you're but you're not lonely. Nine of nine of nine of pinnacles can stand alone because they got everything they need. They're self-reliant. They're flourishing. They're comfortable. That's that fourth house that Capricorn is having to get really emotionally stable in, knowing that amidst the storm that's swirling around you that in the eye of the storm there is peace and there is comfort and there is self-reliance, there's protection and there's security there, okay? And this queen of swords here in the present, it talks about even more so the self-reliance, but this is mental. It goes from this material to the queen of swords, the swords of the mind energy. So it's a self-reliance where you're independent, you're self-disciplined, you speak, you're professional, you're mature. I don't care how dude is coming at you. That's that fourth house again. You're coming at him from a place of peace and calm and comfort and self-reliance, and you're not worried about him and whatever he could say you got to pay and all that. You're coming at him professional, mature. You're speaking up. You're speaking out. You are, you're witty. You're a and you're able, you're well able to handle whatever is coming up, okay? And so um, from everything I see, from horoscopes for Capricorn to the cars, you know, it may be intense, but, hey, it's a full moon in Aries. It's supposed to be intense, and you're not the only one it's been intense for. It may be intense, but hey, Pluto just stationed, and it's a little—it's it, extremely intense for everybody. You're not the only one, but your your cards and your astrology tell me that you can handle it. You can deal with it once and for all, and to just be patient with yourself and others because they're going through all these energetic shifts as well, and. You know, the King of um, Pentacles is very encouraging, and, and the King of Pentacles is very slow to anger, and it's very supportive, and it's a steady energy. So be encouraged. Know that you have support, definitely energetic support. You know you got support from me. Continue to support yourself. That's what the fourth house is. The fourth house is you supporting yourself if don't nobody supports you, and that being all you need to have a strong inner foundation to take on whatever comes. Well, well I think, yes, <laughs> thank you so much. Listen, um, last time I was on the show, the next show I didn't get on live. I actually went into the archive. And okay. I, I appreciate everything that you said. I'm going to definitely have to go back and listen because I've just been you know, drained. I don't know if it was, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the moon and mm-hmm. everything that's coming, coming at me all at once and work and, you know, it's like I'm I'm ready for a break, but at the same time mm-hmm. I'm not ready to break. You know what I'm saying? I just need time. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I, I, I seem to still always be attracting other people. 
problems. <laughs> Nobody seemed to want to help me with mine. So well, you have the, you have the help deep inside of yourself. You clearly have it externally to recognize. Do yourself a favor and begin to recognize where you do have it externally and just be thankful and grateful and give thanks and praise for it. Acknowledge it. Whatever you put your attention on is going to expand. Okay? And and, so. and see, and, and see, you want to know something that's – and my attention, I want to put my attention on other things besides the work. And what has been happening is that I've been having to bring work home. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to working um, overtime. Yes, and I I don't want to anymore because you know I I need my attention to go somewhere else. So I'm I'm working on trying to balance things out, you know, and put some things in order, you know. Well, the energy is shifting. The energy is I, shifting. I, That's what I've been having to remind myself and others. Um, after mm-hmm. this full moon, the energy is going to be waning. It's going to be easing up. From, you know what I mean? So, it, yes, that's where the patience that I encourage you and the determination that I mentioned that you have access to comes into play because, and this Ten of Wands from this past week's reading comes into play because if we give it this one final push, if we go on and work overtime now, if we go on and keep our head down and keep going, we're going to get the new beginning. It's built into this ending, the new beginning is. We just can't fall apart here at the end, or we'll miss the mm-hmm. beginning. Okay. Okay. So yes. thank you, Hadassa, for calling back in. We may not even be live on the air anymore. The show actually cut off, <laughs> but I'm so thankful for you, and I appreciate your call, and I encourage you definitely to stay connected, and I'm just happy to be here for you. Thank you very much. Namaste. You're welcome. Peace, Adessa. Namaste. All right, y'all. If I can still be heard, I tried to do a um, a sound check to see if uh, we could still be heard live. If we are, I will totally keep going because I really wanted to dig into this Jupiter and Scorpio energy. Um, but if I can confirm that we can't be, then I'll go ahead and shut it down. We might already be shut down. Um, okay, yeah, we're cut off. So just in case this is recording at all, or um, for the people who are on the line, if you can still hear me, um, I definitely want to get the Jupiter and Scorpio information recorded, so I will go ahead and end the broadcast. But before I do... Let me check back in just in case the caller from 956 actually intend to um, call in on the line, raise their hand. Caller from the 956, are you there? Did you want to say anything? Okay. All right. Well, for all of you on the line that can hear me, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. And I clearly have to do another show this week to get the Jupiter and Scorpio information out as well as horoscopes and expound more upon the cards that I went over for Hadassah because they're really for all of us, just like last week's tarot reading, okay? So peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a good night, and I will be broadcasting again really soon. <laughs>